welcome to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, the director of Greenville Smart Operations, the Smart Center Operations, that is, and the executive director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. The podcast is brought to you by Greenville University, the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, and the Greenville Smart Center. Log on to greenvillesmart.com for more information on office space, event space, and anything else you want to know about Greenville Smart. I'm very excited to welcome my guest today. It's Michael Turley. Welcome, Michael Turley. Hi, Elaine. Great to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. For those of you who might not know, um, I'm I'm surprised if there are people out there that don't know. Michael Turley is the man behind the Milk House here in Greenville and Rolling Lawns Farms, right? Correct. He, he, he agreed. Okay, so I did get that right. You got it. Um, but your roots in Greenville go deeper. We're going to get to that. Um he is also the former CEO of Osborne Bar Marketing and Communications Agency out of St. Louis. So from, like they say, from the boardroom to the farm, but really it's from the farm to the boardroom to the farm, if I'm not mistaken. I'm the living example of the old adage, you can take the country out of the boy and take take the boy out of the country, let me say, <laughs> but not take the country out of the boy. So I grew up here, product of Greenville and Bond County. Uh, went and had a great job, but uh, it's been the, a great a great experience to return back to my hometown. Yeah. So, you know, you could say you retired and came back to the farm, but this is not really retirement. In a sense of uh, uh, definition of retirement related to labor, it's right. not a retirement at all. <laughs> no. I've never worked harder in my life, and uh, uh, but it feels great, and it is uh, it is a definitely a career change uh, from the one I had for twenty five years in St. Louis. It, has this always been your plan to come back? Um, more or less, but I, I talked about it forever. Uh, mm-hmm. This is probably fifteen years in the works to do what we're doing mm-hmm. here in, in Greenville now, but. Uh, um, my heart was always at the farm uh, with the with the with the cows, and uh, I knew some way we would always be involved with it. But I, uh, if you've if you've grown up in any family business, not just farming, but uh, you you don't want to see it end on your watch. And so the goal has always been to continue the the legacy of the farm and uh, do your part. Because the legacy goes back pretty far back, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I'm fourth generation. So wow. great grandfather, 1910, uh, the whole deal. Like so many farm families. Uh, can can tell that story, and uh, uh, I just happened to be here at a time when the dairy industry is being really rocked uh, from a from a corporate standpoint sure. to a consumer standpoint. Uh, it's pretty crazy time to be doubling down on the dairy business, but uh, I feel like we've got a great opportunity, and it's all you know. Really, the foundation is going to be right here in in Greenville and in Bond County. And you've come at it from an entirely different way, from what I can see and from what a lot of us can see i mean we have farms we have dairy farms all over this area um but yours is different and why is it that you decided to to go about it in a different way i i think just because the concept uh and and and, and model of commodity marketing has gotten so difficult for smaller operations mm-hmm. so like any business whether it's a small family drugstore like we have here uh, with watson's mm-hmm. or uh, any other small business you're bucking a trend which is scale and so the plan is to uh, become a boutique and not a not a not a big time uh, operation with that comes oftentimes a higher quality product and a, a quality product that you can uh, really place a story behind so 
in business school definition, we're vertically integrating, okay. meaning the cows that we have on our farm, we milk 120 and we, we milk, the, milk the cows every morning and every night and we bring that milk up to the milk house on a regular basis, mm -hmm. process that milk and then distribute it uh, in wholesale and retail fashion. So we have control over the whole supply chain. That's, and if, if anyone has been to the milk house, um, you've seen it right there. If you haven't been, you have to get there because you allow for people to come in and see that whole process taking place. Yeah. Milk, you know, most of us haven't seen milk being processed no. and not to say that's, uh, on everybody's bucket list, but it's interesting and it's a food that sure. most families consume. And so, uh, dairy's easy. It's easy to be transparent and they can come out and visit the cows. They can, uh, uh, experience, you know, life on the farm. But then once we bring it in the plant, there's big viewing windows that uh, uh, allow folks to just see how we uh, take that raw milk product, uh, pasteurize it, homogenize it, and put it into bottles for consumption. And it all can happen in a matter of hours. So wow. it's just a, a natural product to open up to the public and to share, you know, the story. Oh, it's it, it's very interesting. I mean, yeah, you can see everything happening right there, and that makes well. Then you know it's like as fresh it can be as can be when you get it there. When you pick it up from yeah. the milk house, that's pretty. Um, it, it it makes it just more fun. It's it's an event actually, and you you've become a tourist ev uh, attraction around these parts, the farm, and the milk house. We hope so. I, I mean, I that's so. I, I we've just judging from our early uh, experiences mm -hmm. uh, with retailing at the milk house. Uh, we've, we've, we get people from 50 miles away. If it's a slow day and they just want to take a drive uh, and they know about us, they'll come over to get a couple gallons of milk. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Uh, but, uh, we, we want people to feel like they're, there's something special at the milk house. They're anticipating uh, a fun experience. And we hope to pay that off every, with every visit, whether it's someone local here or somebody coming from St. Louis. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and can they come in? It's, what are the hours at the milk house here in Greenville? At present, we're 8 to 5 Monday through Friday and 8 to 12 on Saturdays. Okay. It's, just, uh, it's, it's just so we can be accessible uh, uh, for folks that are interested. And uh, the plan will be to expand those hours significantly as we add on some of our retailing uh, plans. And I can fill you in on those. But uh, the, where, we, where we're headed is 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., Every day of the week, we'll be closed two days a year, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, wow. That's it. And uh, we'll have some fun in there beyond the, you know, the staple well, products that people can pick up for coming. Yeah, for tell home. us more, definitely. Well, milk it's a, is a, it's funny because I get a call uh, oftentimes, almost every day, are you uh, selling buttermilk? Do you do cheese? Do you do, I send them to Markoots if it's a mm -hmm. cheese question because we're, uh, we're glad to be neighbors with somebody that's all, you know, artisans doing, doing awesome things with cheese. That's probably the last thing we would ever think about because there's so many other dairy categories that we can participate in. So in the queue is ice cream and yogurt to follow oh, the, awesome. to follow the, uh, the, the whole milk and then all the flavored milk products that we're making now. So speaking of which, this is delicious. What am I drinking? It's the orange cream milk. This is fantastic. This is your, is this your newest, your latest yes. product? Yeah. We just uh, launched it uh, about 10 days ago and it's a recipe that I got some from some friends in California, the dairy farmers. And uh, it's pretty natural. It's uh, real simple to make. And it's just a nice twist, a summertime twist on a, on a, on a, 
Was it a Very conventional cycle? product. It's, it's like a dream sickle. If you any of us can remember back oh uh, when gosh. we've enjoyed one of those, that's kind of what it tastes like. But it's pretty crisp and clean, and uh, just has got a nice, nice flavor to oh, it. Oh, it's delicious. You Thank have you. to. And so this is available yes. to pick up at the yeah. Milk House. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And you, you still have the the strawberry and the chocolate, of course, along yeah. with chocolate's the- always number one when you get into flavored milk products. And so we've. Uh, been able to do a nice job with our chocolate milk and it's you know, helping us build a decent reputation in the market for that Gosh. and then we just launched our cappuccino milk oh. which is a coffee milk and uh, so uh, you, we re- literally source coffee and uh, put that into the blend and uh, it's got a nice flavor as well so most people will recognize a starbucks frappuccino type drink and uh, it's along those lines not quite as sweet it's a we don't put as much sugar into this now, I, we know that you have it here in town in Greenville at the Milk House, uh, but you distribute to several other locations, don't you? Um, can you tell us where it can be picked up? And Yeah, we're always glad uh, to uh, see folks at the Milk House, but, and we've had a lot of traffic. Uh, distribution's growing uh, every week. Wholesale business is our number one market right now, mm-hmm. and so that will be uh, restaurants, coffee shops, ice cream shops, and bakeries that want to use uh, our, our milk products. Oh, sure. A lot of whole milk, a lot of heavy cream, uh, half and half, things like that. And so that's mostly in St. Louis, but uh, Eckert's is our biggest retailer on a, oh, on a fluid wow. milk side. So we're, uh, we're in Belleville, and then they've got a shop in, uh, in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. So uh, Eckert's is an awesome partner, and we're, uh, we're doing great with them. And then several other places in Edwardsville. And uh, we'll start in Springfield this fall with a new grocery going in on the west side of Springfield. Okay. And then uh, our fastest growing area is Southern Illinois, all the way down to uh, down to Carbondale, Marion, and that area. So uh, we're excited about that. Now, when did this all start with the distribution and every? I mean, how how quickly has this grown? Well, um, today, Ju- July fourteenth. I'll just mm-hmm. say the day we're recording, uh-huh. but. Uh, um, uh, it was a three-year anniversary of us closing on the building uh, down oh. the street here at the at the, what everybody remembers is the old Alco building. Yeah, happy anniversary! So, uh, I didn't realize you. that. That was the that was the day where you're holding the keys and you're wondering what you just did. I think. <laughs> it's a big building, as most most folks know in this area. But um, it was three years ago today that we uh, uh, kind of broke ground and we immediately started tearing concrete out of a perfectly good building <laughs> but we needed to add a lot of drains and that's the first thing you got to do got to do uh, that we spent a year building out the processing plant and i uh, have been processing milk in that building for two years wow and had you always planned to have that facility in greenville or was there maybe maybe you were going to go somewhere else what was the typically process? when a when a farm gets into on-farm processing mm-hmm. you build the plant right adjacent to your farming sure. operation it makes sense yeah if you got the cows on one side of the road it makes sense to put the put the plant on the other and uh, that's where we were headed and to do that on a location that we'd already scoped out we'd uh, finished bid process uh, the process on a building and uh, but knowing uh, knowing folks here in greenville they came and talked to us about the alco building that was sitting vacant uh, for almost almost three years at that right. time yeah. and um your first reaction was it was too big for what we needed to do, but we got our head around, um, you know, what, what else was possible besides just the processing component of a, of a, of a business. Uh, the location's awesome. 
uh, it's got a great big parking lot and uh, it's easy for people to come and go. And uh, it's been fabulous. I'm so happy that we've invested in Greenville with the location and uh, excited to see where it'll take us. Oh, yeah. I don't think you could have a more perfect location yeah. in Greenville than, right. than where, where you are for what you're doing, especially. Now, I mean, this is a big thing for Greenville, and I think um, it's already bringing people into town. There is a connection there, and it's it's been a, a great benefit. You've also had um, a lot of connection with the university. And can you tell me how you got involved? Because when I started, and I, kn- I don't know exactly who's all on the board or what the status is of the Briner Board, but you're a member of the Briner Board, and that might be when I first um, met you. Um, how did you become a member of the, and the Briner board is basically the, it, related to the business school mm-hmm. at the college. Correct. So how did they, how did that happen for you? Um, it's hard to tell Suzanne Davis. No, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so I don't know how else to say it. And, and we're, we're thrilled to see Suzanne in the role that she's, uh, just entered and, uh, loved working with Dr. Philby. What a, what a prince of a guy. Uh, yeah. time's right for Suzanne, president Davis. I guess she's going to make me the, call her now, but, yes, uh, I think you uh, get I'm, used to that. I'm, I'm very excited about, um, the opportunities and the promise that the university has. That's really what I was drawn to. I think three, three, four years ago now when, uh, uh, they asked me to get involved with the business school and, um, uh, there, there was an entrepreneurial uh, vibe with the people that were on the board already, mm-hmm. uh, led by Suzanne at the time, and the others involved that was very attractive. And uh, uh, I wanted to be part of that. And that's how I got involved with the business school. Okay. And then you got involved with uh, the program they call Experience First. Um, were you a project partner for Experience First? Is that... Yes, and uh, I, I did uh, I, I did one one semester with mm-hmm. uh, with the program, and we uh, we had a team of five students, and we worked on a project. And for those that aren't familiar with Experience First, it's basically a, a senior project for and not limited to business students, but uh, they've done a wonderful job expanding that across the university. Uh, it just is an amazing way to put some applied applied education to uh, to work while they're still undergrads, and. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of the concept and, uh, really it kind of sparked me to take it another level beyond the experience first program, uh, in terms of employing university, either undergrads or recent graduates at the milk house, which we're actively doing now. Right. And that's been, um, that's been a great thing for the university and, and for the milk house, like you said, a great combination. And, uh, uh, can you tell me, um, Going back to that project, what was the project? Do you recall what they were? Yeah, I gave. We were early on in our uh, in our effort, and uh, experience first was early on in its effort. So we kind of figured it out on the fly. Yeah. It was a marketing project, okay. and uh, the the students did a really cool video for me, and uh, I still use some of the footage. It was drone work, and uh, the two students that shot that uh, were very talented. And uh, I tell everybody if uh, you know the digital media, I mean, is incredible on uh, on campus with the university. Uh, but what sparked my interest, what I was really drawn to, was the biology and chemistry mm-hmm. expertise on campus. Uh, everybody knows GU does a wonderful job with music, and uh, they've got an amazing reputation in biology. There is a tremendous amount of microbiology that goes on in a dairy plant that oh, we have at the milk be, right? house. Yeah. 
um, they are putting out some fantastic students, and uh, we're blessed to have one on staff full-time with us now. And uh, I have a lot of ideas on how we can work with Greenville University going forward with some very, very uh, applied, valuable, meaningful uh, you know, science that uh, we not only need for food, for food safety, and in our plant, but uh, I think a service that others can benefit from. So we'll get to that. But uh, Emmanuel Nava and I are uh, putting our plan together, and he's been a just a, a blessing to uh, have on staff. That's exciting. Yeah. That is great. Um, and now I know you've had um, great success with the with the students and former students who have worked uh, with you and for you. Um, can we talk about one special student that we that you had? Uh, at the milk house, someone who was a, not only a special student, a special employee, but, uh, had made quite an impact on everyone he met in, uh, in Greenville. And that's Lincoln Siebert. And, um, we unfortunately lost Lincoln recently. And can you talk a little bit about Lincoln? Just, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think Lincoln symbolized uh, how, uh, God was working in my own life at the time. Uh, as I met him through the university, he was participating in experience first. He was a senior at Greenville College at the time in the in the the, the winter of 2016, and uh, I heard Lincoln present and uh, immediately uh, was drawn to him as a uh, just a great thinker, a, a very humble, modest student that had uh, a tremendous amount of potential and I started recruiting him that night in December of 2016 after this event that we were both at and uh, I hired him two months later wow and Lincoln Lincoln worked with us three and a half years he helped helped me build the plant and was the plant manager and uh, for a 22 year old uh, that's a little overwhelming uh, for a grade a food processing facility but Lincoln could handle it I knew he could handle it and uh, he did and uh, I was just so proud of uh, of what he was helping me build, and then just to create uh, create a, a platform for himself, uh, mastering something that's really hard to do and very unique, and it's not common. There's just not a, a lot of that going on in this area. So uh, yeah, Memorial Day weekend we had a had a very sad call, and it's changed our lives forever. Yeah. And uh, we will continue to celebrate Lincoln every day at the milk house in a lot of ways. And we have a lot of plans uh, forthcoming on that front. That's exciting. That's it. Yeah. I, I did not know him personally. I had met him. And as I told you, um, I met this very, very nice young man at the milk house one day. And I did not know that that was Lincoln. And from people that I've talked to, he made a, a big impact on, on everyone that yeah. he met. What a special, a special young man. And like you said, to do something like that at the age of 22, yeah. that is incredible. Here's, here's the thing, I think, for all that knew Lincoln, that, uh, and what, and the, for those that haven't, didn't have a chance, uh, uh, I regret that because Lincoln embodied, I think, the blend of Greenville and Bond County as a community and the university. Uh, he was a local boy. He was a farm mm -hmm. boy. He was all country. Uh, he went to Greenville College at the time and uh, graduated from there and was a top student. And uh, I think it just, uh, just Lincoln's, Lincoln's story is such a good example of what we need to follow here as a community about working together. 
the yeah. community and the university. He lived it every day. Yeah. I saw it in him every day and we brought that together every day. And I just, just think that's so important for our community to be at its best, our collective community. And uh, I was proud to be part of, you know, what Lincoln was doing, uh, on both fronts. Yeah. I mean, some might say that, uh, and, and rightfully so that you changed his life, but he also changed yours, oh, didn't he? Absolutely. We spent nearly every day together for three and a half years. Uh, every day was great. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, you could get really emotional here really yeah. fast, uh, but it's, uh, it'll never be the same without him, but, uh, we are going to, uh, again, shine his light for a long yeah. time. And maybe, you know, just knowing his story, then we'll, we'll see future students like him and people following in his footsteps. And yeah, I hope so. I think, you know, yeah, that's a, he said, a, he said a great example where we expect, you know, the great examples to come from only those who have age and experience. Um, in some ways it's a, it's a miracle to see it in someone that was so young. So absolutely. Yeah. That's pretty, uh, pretty special. But, um, and I want to um, talk a little bit more about, well, maybe just ask you this question. So you've done the experience first. You met wonderful students like Lincoln. Are you open to doing another experience first project in the coming years? <laughs> Who put you up to that question? <laughs> I know you're going to be asked. Eventually, so. You know, if it's a match, I, I want... I want to do big stuff. Right. I want to do it with the school. I want to yeah. do it with the students. Yeah. And it's there. Yeah. Uh, with the smart, with the smart uh, kids that are just all over the place on that campus. And yeah. uh, so I, I really, I, I, if that's a spark to something bigger, that's fine. Uh, I, I, I want to. I, I want to change kind of the platform, what's going on between a university and a private business sure. in a small town. Because yeah. how many small towns have talent coming in ages 18 to 22? I know. It's, we're so fortunate. We're so rare. Yeah. We, this is a, a, a jewel, really. I mean, you, you know, you can look at it any way you want, but when you really break it down, we really have a lot going here, a lot of resources. Um, from where we are as a town and, the, and where we are situated in this country. And then the students that come in, what a great resource yeah. they are. We, they've got a good, they've got a, they've got an ag program established mm -hmm. Did that three years ago. Uh, I'm an ag, I'm a farm guy. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm a worker. And so yeah. I want to do work and I want to do meaningful work. And I want to do that alongside uh, the next generation. And so I'm looking for that. I think, yeah. yeah and, and we were, yeah. we were hoping to have Breck Nelson in here today too, because Breck is, is uh, head of the uh, smart initiatives, which is basically something that's been created to bring more of that unity between town and gown, as they say, and grow some, you know, some great things together. And so I think getting the two of you, I and I said before we got started, you two are the two toughest guys <laughs> to even get to sit down for a meeting with and to try to get you two together at the same time. A little, little hard to do, but I see um, Breck and you and um, maybe some other people uh, like the two of you, which might be hard to find in other towns, but I think we ha might have a couple more here. But yeah, you two are rare anywhere. But we're fortunate to have you here in Greenville, and I Thank think you. I think we can see some great things grow from the collaboration. I'm bullish on uh, Greenville. Yeah, uh, we invested in Greenville and Bond County, my home county. Um, 
and uh, you really have to believe in something to do that right now in, in the state of Illinois and yeah. some of the challenges we've got uh, going on. But it's where I'm from. I wouldn't have considered doing it any anywhere else uh, outside of our local area. And uh, uh, there, we have so many assets. All we got to do is put them together. Yeah. All we got to do is work together. I think that's it. It's just, it's all about collaboration. Totally. Let me ask you one thing, because we talked about this at my last podcast. Um, and most of the time I ask people, why did they come to Greenville? Well, you, you came from Greenville and came back. And this, I just have to, to tell you, this is what everyone, they, this is the motion they do. And this is what they say. They bring their hand in front of their chest and they say, I just felt like I was being pulled. It's about the pull. Do you, I mean, coming from here, do you have that feeling? Do you, I mean, is it more of a pushing you, keeping you or pulling you back? I mean, do you know what I'm talking about? It's just like a meant to be type yeah, thing. That's a great question. And, and one we all think about, uh, I was gone. I left, I went to St. Louis mm-hmm. and, uh, um, so, and I traveled all over the place. It was, it was a great experience. So, uh, the first thing I think of when you pose that question, Elaine, are all the heroes that have stayed here mm-hmm. to keep this town going. And I could rattle that list off. We all could. The people that are always making everything go, they're my, they're my champions. Yeah. And, uh, they're the ones kept it going while I went out and messed around, did something else. Um, but at the same time, all of that work, when you read the paper, or you listen to the radio station and you, over the years, and I realized what was going on. Um, you know, it, it's inspirational, and it draws you back, and you want to be a part of something. Uh, I just think Greenville's best days are ahead of it. I, I, I just really feel that as the center of our county. Sure. And I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm drawn to it. I am. I'm. I, I, I see people I haven't seen for half a life when they yeah. come in to yeah. the store, and it's so much fun. That's I just awesome. have a blast uh, seeing my old teachers or old classmates or uh, uh, the kids of my old classmates that, uh, you know, are dating us now. But uh, it's just been Barbara Hershey's got a great line in the movie Hoosiers is one of my favorite movies. But uh, Hickory was a very small town. The movie was cast in this small uh, very small town of Hickory, Indiana. And, uh, the beauty of that was this, some things never change. And, uh, Greenville has a lot of those, uh, characteristics. They never change, but it's really the, the values mm-hmm. and, and the character of the people that haven't changed. Right. I think it's the character. Nobody bats a thousand and we've got our things to work on here, but, uh, um, it was just, it's just so refreshing to be around so many nice people. It really is. And, and yeah, I feel honored to be a part of it, you know, coming from the outside. And that's what I hear from everyone that comes from the outside, that they're excited and they're, they feel honored to be taken in by this community of tradition and uh, character, basically. Yeah. So, And just think, you talk about these people that are your heroes in this area, you're becoming one of those for the younger generation. So oh, that's well. pretty cool. We, we got a long way to go. Yeah, but don't. Uh, uh, but we're trying. Yeah. And uh, we have very high expectations for what we want to accomplish yeah. to, uh, to, be a, to be a part of something that's already great with what Greenville and Bond County's got going on. I think there's uh, some very bright things on the future for Greenville and for, for you 
as being a big part of that. And I thank you again for um, taking some time out to sit down and talk with us today. Oh, it's a pleasure. And if you haven't been to the Smart Center, it is impressive. It's something Greenville needed. Uh, The Rocket Bowls is awesome. Eat there (laughs) once a week. And um, just the the business environment is something we really needed as a community. And uh, it's a great asset. So if you haven't had a chance... Everybody's invited. Oh, yeah. It's very welcoming, and I'd encourage you to reach out to Elaine. And the same here. I'd say um, come to Greenville, go to the Milk House, go to go to Marcoot, come downtown and come see the Smart Center and uh, make a day of it. Make a weekend of it. Yeah. yeah. Love it. It's great to be here with you, Elaine. Oh, thank you. And get some of this orange cream milk. This is delicious. Thank you for bringing it. My pleasure. Well, and thank you all for listening once again. Um, This has been another edition of the Greenville Smart Podcast. We hope to talk to you again soon. Until then, take care. 